Coming up, lots of players still out, but lots of teams still in action. We'll break down everything that was and wasn't happening on the court from last night around the NBA here on Locked On Now. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome into Locked On Now NBA. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Coming up today, we've got a look around the NBA at every matchup from last night with the help of our Locked On NBA hosts, of course. Let's get right into it. After a busy day around the league featured plenty of players still out in health and safety protocols, our biggest game came in LA, where the Staples Center came to an end. The biggest game. The San Antonio Spurs traveled to Los Angeles to help the Lakers close the Staples Center last night. It'll be the same building, just going under a new name as of Christmas. Anywho, the Spurs kind of ruined the party as they blew out L.A. and locked on Spurs. I'll tell you more on just how exactly San Antonio manhandled the Lakers at home. This is Jeff Garcia with Locked On Spurs. Here to give you a quick recap of the Spurs beatdown of the Lakers at the last game at the Staples Center. What is it about Spurs going into Laker arenas that are about to be shut down? Spurs back in the day went into the Forum, a Great Western Forum, and were the last team to beat the Lakers at the Great Western Forum. Fast four years from now to today, yesterday, Spurs going to Staples Centers. The final game of it being called Staples Centers, the Spurs beat them again. So note to Lakers, try not to have the Spurs on the final game of the Crypto.com Arena in the future. As far as the game is, the Spurs uh, just beat them 138-110 at the last game at uh, Staples Center. Keita Bates-Diop go down in history as the guy who put on 30 points on the Lakers final game at Staples. And uh, yeah, just really, really took it to him. 30 points. That was a career high for Akita Bates-Diop. He led the way for the Spurs. Derek White chipped in with 23 points. And for the Spurs, it is now two games in a row. The Spurs got it done with making more threes, believe it or not. They connected on 18 three-pointers to the uh, Lakers, five three-pointers made. And Lonnie Walker chipped in with 21 points. Great uh, way to end the uh, Spurs four-game road streak. They go three and one, have a couple days off before they next play the Detroit Pistons in San Antonio. This team is slowly but surely rounding into form. And guess what? They are now knocking on the play-in tournament's door. And possibly, they keep on playing this way, a playoff berth. This is Jeff Garcia with Locked On Spurs. Subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. While the Spurs have been getting a knack of closing down LA arenas with a bang, the Lakers still have to figure out what's going on with their team after a disappointing big loss at home. It was more than just a 20-plus point loss. It was more than just a loss at the last game of the Staples Center. Locked On Lakers explains how just the X and O's on the court are something to be really concerned about going forward after this one for LA. The Zany Kamenetsky co-host of Locked on Lakers podcast and the Lakers bid adieu to Staples Center in a rather unceremonious fashion, losing 138-110 to the Spurs. LeBron and Russell Westbrook combined for 66 points, but not much else positive on any level happened for the Lakers in this game. A lot of different areas you can point to, but to put really how bad things uh, went in perspective, it wasn't just that San Antonio's bench outscored the Lakers 69-20. to Keita Bates-Diop, who... 
entered this game averaging a robust four points per game, rounding up, outscored the Lakers bench 30-20. to um, You could see during the game and hear afterwards LeBron talking that there's a lot of frustration setting in for this team, whether you're talking about the things within their control on the court that they are not executing or issues like guys in and out of the protocols, the lack of continuity that's gone on since the beginning of training camp and injuries. It is taking a toll on this team, I think, physically and mentally. A lot more to get into, so make sure that you are subscribing to Locked on Lakers, the YouTube channel, and that you are making Locked on Lakers your first listen wherever you get your podcasts. It's not all that often that our best performance of the night comes in a loss, but Kemba Walker turned back the clock and turned on cardiac Kemba in Madison Square Garden again, so it was only fitting that he got that honor while the Knicks suffered a loss. We'll have our Locked On Knicks host tell you more about all of that. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. This is Gavin Shaw of the Locked On Knicks podcast following a Heartbreaker, uh, a 124-117 loss to the Washington Wizards in which the New York Knicks wasted an all-time performance for Kemba Walker. Walker, who was notably benched for seemingly the rest of the season, getting back into the rotation due to numerous COVID cases on the Knicks roster. Coming off two straight games, he saved his best for last, ripping off a spectacular 44-point performance. He scored 36 points over just two quarters of play, including a ridiculous 23-point second quarter. But it wasn't enough, as he didn't get a whole lot of help. Julius Randle also had a solid game. No one else really did much for the New York Knicks, and and, and the Knicks certainly had their issues defensively. Evan Fournier, in particular, was uh, putrid. No other word to describe it. On both ends of the floor, 2-for-13 in offense, allowing multiple blow-bys defensively. Mitchell Robinson got into foul trouble, and the Knicks didn't really have another option at center that they could use, with Taj Gibson only playing seven minutes on the night. The Wizards, in turn, moved to 4-0 and without Bradley Beal, so maybe this team is just a buzzsaw without Bradley Beal. There was nothing the Knicks could have done anyways. Regardless, tough loss for the Knicks. And they will try and rebound on Christmas Day against the Atlanta Hawks. Until then, Gavin Shaw, Locked On Knicks. The Indiana Pacers were down three at home going into the fourth quarter against the Houston Rockets, but Indiana avoided a loss to one of the worst teams record-wise, at least in the NBA, by outscoring Houston 27-12 to in the final period. Locked On Pacers explains how Indiana got that done and flipped the switch on Houston late. No Brogdon, no Sabonis, no Problem for the Pacers tonight as they take down the Houston Rockets in their final game before Christmas. 118-106. And no Brogdon, no Sabonis meant that Karis LeVert and Miles Turner absolutely had to step up in their roles to fill the shoes of those two guys. And lo and behold, they did. They combined for 56 points. 32 for Turner, 24 for LeVert. LeVert had 8 rebounds and 11 assists. Nearly a triple-double for him as he assumed point guard duties and did very well. Miles Turner, 32 points, also had 10 rebounds and 2 blocks. And the Pacers, you know, they end up winning by 12. This game was pretty close, though. They were losing after three quarters. They go to a zone to start the fourth. It really throws off Houston. Houston had not have answers for that. They could not put the ball in the basket in that fourth quarter at all. They only scored 12 points in the final frame in general. So those two guys really stepped up for the Pacers, and that, that kind of led the way. They got them enough to get across the line. Jeremy Lamb and Chris Duarte both provided double figures as well. But Pacers go to zone, find a way to win without their two best players. We'll break it all down and more on tomorrow's Locked On Pacers podcast. 
Meanwhile, with the loss at the end, the Rockets fall to just 10 and 23, certainly could have used that win that they let slip away in Indiana last night. But it's been a story of a lot of games like this for Houston this season. Our Locked On Rockets host explains how this one ended up falling through the fingers for the Rockets. Jalen Green makes his long-anticipated return to the Houston Rockets lineup. What's up? Jackson Gatlin here for over at Locked On Rockets. Jalen Green, after being sidelined for about a month due to a hamstring issue, finally returns to the Houston Rockets lineup in a big way against the Indiana Pacers. Posts 20 points on 7 of 14 shooting, including 6 of 9 from behind the three-point arc in just 25 minutes as he's finally back in the Houston Rockets lineup. Looked explosive, looked confident in his shot, something that he's been working on over this last month since he's been out, kind of re reworked his shot mechanics a little bit, said that he's been working with assistant coach John Lucas on that. His return to the lineup is what Rockets fans have been waiting on. He's the number two overall pick. The excitement around him and his development in his rookie campaign has been a big staple of this Rockets season. So to have him back in the fold is huge. Unfortunately, the Rockets not able to get the win against the Pacers. Miles Turner was huge in this game. 32 points for Indiana, completely shutting everything down for the Rockets offense in the fourth quarter. We'll break it all down for you right over at Locked on Rockets. Coming up, more recaps from around the NBA. You're listening in to Locked On Now. Built Bar is the place to go for all of your protein needs. If you're looking for something that will hit those taste buds right this holiday season, those aren't hard to find. Sweet treats are all around the corner, and sweet treats, too. I think I messed up talking there. Anyway, Built Bar has that kind of flavor that you're craving, while at the same time giving you the nutrition that you need. So if you're just trying to get through your day or get through a workout, Built Bar has the product for you. They've got, of course, the Built Bar, the protein bar with 100% chocolate, less than 200 calories in all bars, less than 150 in a lot of them, and also less than 5 net grams of sugars and carbs, while getting you at least 15 grams of protein in every bar, too. That is, of course, all the nutrition stuff, but they've got flavors coming out all the time, too, that are designed to hit your taste buds perfectly. It's, again, just a lot of stuff you're not going to love, but they're trying to get you exactly nailed down with the specific flavor that'll have you coming back for more. So if you haven't lately, head over to Built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Head on over to Built.com, see whatever new flavors they may have. There's all sorts of new ones coming out, holiday-themed and otherwise, all the time. Try out the product. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. Again, Built.com. Welcome back in here to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Thanks for making the show your first listen every weekday. Let's continue our look at the matchups from around the NBA yesterday as we take our look around the league. Let's go around the league. The New Orleans Pelicans hit the road to face off against the Magic in Orlando Thursday. And while Brandon Ingram scored 31, our Locked On Pelicans host explains that he was not the one who was the biggest contributor to that New Orleans win. The New Orleans Pelicans have won four straight after beating the Orlando Magic 110-104. I'm Jake Madison, host of Locked On Pelicans and Locked On NBA. New Orleans is on a four-game winning streak and looks far different from the team that started 1-12. In the 110-104 win, Brandon Ingram continued his really strong play, putting up 31 points on 12 of 23 shooting. He also grabbed six rebounds and dished four assists. But it was Josh Hart who was the hero in the fourth for the Pels as the Magic made this one close. With Brandon 
Brandon Ingram being double teamed, the Pels guard scored eight straight points to keep the offense going. He's been playing his best basketball of his career this year, and the Pelicans have often been using him as a primary ball handler, and you saw that on full display in the win over the Magic, where he finished with five assists. So with the improved play from this team, you can see why the Pelicans are reluctant to rule Zion Williamson out for the season and are hopeful they can get into the postseason, and we'll be covering it all over at Locked On Pelicans. The Orlando Magic actually fought hard to come back in this game, trailed by more than 10 at half, clawed back to make it a ball game in the fourth. But our Locked On Magic host explains how that struggle at the beginning of the game was just a little bit too much for Orlando to overcome. This is Philip Rossman Reich, the host of Locked On Magic, after the Orlando Magic fall to the New Orleans Pelicans, 110-104. to We're not going to talk about the result. Look, the Orlando Magic is still very undermanned, even after getting Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter back. We're bound to have a game where just things didn't click. The bench has still been a struggle, and the Magic have gotten away with two wins against teams that are equally as injury and COVID-depleted as the Magic are. But Orlando Magic was, the Orlando Magic were still in the fight. Yes, they went down by 20. They had a really poor first quarter, especially that put them in a hole. And they were climbing uphill the whole time. That's always going to be tough to get out of. But the Magic fought back. That has been a consistent theme throughout the year. Some of it hasn't mattered. Yes, there have been fourth quarters where the Magic cut 20 point leads down to 10. And it was eventually too late. But the Magic got themselves all the way back into this game. And I'd be remiss. I've gone 46 seconds too long without mentioning Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner scores 17 points in the third quarter, gets the Magic right back in this game, gets the Magic playing at the pace that they need to play with. Um, he, the team just started running, putting up a little bit more pressure, really beginning to find themselves. And that's really been the big key for the Magic over the last few games. They've started to find themselves and find their identity. If you're not watching Franz Wagner at this point, if you don't have Franz Wagner in your top three, at the very least for the best rookies in the league right now, you need to get a look at this kid. He is very, very, very good. And people are not talking about how good this rookie has been. Um, he's just been not good, and I, I can't say much more about what we've gotten from him. Yes, the Orlando Magic lose again. They struggled to execute down the stretch, missed a couple of key shots. Devontae Graham, Brandon Ingram finished a job for the New Orleans Pelicans, but the Magic have a lot that they can build on and a lot that they've been able to build on over the last few games. We'll have more on Locked On Magic tonight, and oh, by the way, to our friends at Locked On Gators, charge on. Go Knights. Finally, a low-scoring matchup in Philadelphia pitted the Atlanta Hawks against the 76ers, and Atlanta just barely, by literally inches, ended up coming out with a two-point win. Our Locked On Hawks hosts tries to get you everything from a thriller in Philly. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Roland, and the Atlanta Hawks go on the road to Philadelphia and steal one. On this Thursday evening, they were 11-point underdogs coming into the night, but the Hawks managed to hang tight throughout this contest. They had a big early lead that they actually gave away. And a lot of times an underdog will give away that lead and kind of let down from there. But the Hawks battled back, back and forth the entire second half of this contest. Bogdanovich hits four big jump shots in the fourth quarter after starting very slowly. Skylar Mays was awesome off the bench. Akongu was awesome. John Collins was very good in this game. And the Hawks were able to withstand lots and lots of roster challenges with the protocols and injuries, even two injuries during this game with Cam Reddish and DeLon Wright both leaving this contest. But the Hawks did enough to win in, uh, I would say, um, pretty heart-stopping fashion down the stretch, a missed shot at the buzzer for Philadelphia. But with all that said, this is a gutty, gritty victory for this Hawks team. Six in a row on the road for the Hawks now, and they sort of stop an overall losing skid as Christmas approaches on Saturday. We'll have coverage of that game and this game on the Lawton Hawks podcast.
That's all for today on Locked On Now MBA. A thanks again to our Locked On MBA hosts for filling us in on everything that we need to know from around the league, not just today, every weekday, Monday through Friday. Of course, that means we'll be back on Monday to recap a big, big holiday weekend around the NBA, some huge matchups for us to get to. And of course, we'll have all of it for you right here every weekday, Monday through Friday on Locked On Now. Until next time, this has been Locked On Now MBA.